Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Keep Moving Forward podcast with Tom O'Leary. You know, our podcast is all about living a life of perseverance, uh, following God and and just going after it in life. And we got to keep moving forward. <clears throat> I just want to say a big thanks to those that are interacting and giving ideas for future podcasts, uh, passing on the podcast to and someone in your life that you think uh, could benefit, a family member, a friend, a co-worker, someone you work out at the gym with, whoever, uh, is in your sphere of influence. So thank you for doing that. And if, uh, gosh, thank you for those that are able to donate. Uh, it's real easy by going to the website. All the messages are there that you can uh, go back and listen to again. Uh, and so that's tomoleary.org. And there is a give button, and I'm so, so, so grateful. Hey, today we're going to be talking about guarding our hearts. That's, that's today's title, Guard Your Heart. Last week, we talked about guard your mind, and boy, is that so powerful. Our thoughts lead to uh, attitudes, which lead to actions which really then leads to our destiny. So guarding your mind is so, so critical. Guarding your heart is equally, equally critical. God says this in Proverbs 4, verse 23. Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Another translation of Proverbs 4.23 says, All the issues of life are flowing from your heart. This uh, passage says, Everything you do. So isn't it interesting that God would say, Above all else. Wow. I mean, above all else. <laughs> like, like, if you're going to do anything, guard your heart. And it's going to affect everything you do. So, what is the way that we can go about it? Like, what, how, how do you do that? I mean, you might be sitting there going like, Tom, how do you guard your heart? Like, you know, what, what are the tools that I need? Well, let's start here in Matthew 6, verse 21. Jesus says, For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So that's a really powerful insight. Jesus was saying that the things that you're longing for, you know, where your treasure is, like the thing that you want the most, uh, that's where your heart's going to be. And it kind of works back and forth in that sense, that whatever's in the longing of your heart, man, that's what you're moving forward to. So we got to make sure that we're treasuring the right thing, that we're longing for the right thing. I mean, if I asked you today, what does your heart long for? (laughs) What would your answer be? And you'd probably have a little list, but we got to make sure that that list is really in God's priorities, that these would be the things that your heart longs for. So any one of us can uh, boy, have a bad day or, you know, a temptation sneak into our heart or uh, just uh, negative thoughts, uh, self, 
you know, negative talk and it's kind of, you know, storing up in our heart, we got to replace that. So how we do that is is storing up God's word. Let me read you this passage out of Psalm 119, verse 9 through 11, that gives us a really great answer and key insight on how in the world am I going to guard my heart. So in Psalm 119, verse 9 through 11, it says, How can a young person stay on the path of purity? By living according to your word. I seek you with all my heart. There's heart again. Do not let me stray from your commands. Now, verse 11. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. So that's our big answer. That's the big how. If I'll store up God's word in my heart, I'll hide God's word. I, I, that's, I like that language. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hide it. I'm going to slip it into my heart and it's going to be there. It's going to stay there. So what we're doing right now is helping you guard your heart. We're reading God's word together. We're thinking about it. We're dwelling on it. We're meditating on it. Do you remember that illustration of meditating? And scripture says meditate on God's word and uh, in the Old Testament Hebrew for that word meditate, it, it's from when a cow chews its cud, uh, swallows it, and then it churns in the stomach chambers, and then the cow regurgitates it and chews on it again. If you're eating breakfast right now, I am so sorry for that illustration. <laughs> Not good timing. Uh, please forgive me. But think about that illustration in the sense that we chew on God's word get it down inside of us, if you will, and then we bring it back up and we chew on it again. I always love to say and do, I'm going to stay in a passage till the passage stays in me. So, you know, it's not about quantity, I think, as much about quality. So you can get certain scriptures that you really need in this season of life or for this particular week or for this day or for this moment or whatever you're going through, the challenges that you're going through, the obstacles that you're facing, and you can grab a hold of a scripture just slices through it all, just speaks right into it. And so you want to grab a hold of that little passage and just keep thinking about it, chewing on it, meditating on it, getting it, storing it, you know, getting it on the inside, storing it up in your heart. And in that place, oh man, you you are going to be following God. There's going to be power there. There's going to be encouragement there. And, and so we have to store up God's word in our heart. And that's how we're going to get across the finish line. But I want to give you some practical advice from, from scripture going back to Proverbs 4. And we're going to look at Proverbs 4 verse 23 where we started and get to 27 and give you just a really key golden nugget from each of those verses. So let's, let's jump into that. Proverbs 4, 23, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. <laughs> it's just such a powerful verse. I had to read it again. So what we want to do 
is continue on though. Like, don't stop there because the next uh, four verses uh, show us how, again, to guard our hearts and, and really like the effect of guarding our hearts. What, what will be the benefit of guarding your heart? So verse 24 follows that powerful verse about guarding your heart and says, keep your mouth free of perversity, keep corrupt talk far from your lips. Okay, number one here, takeaway, is govern your speech. Okay, I'm going to make it real simple. You got to be in control of the words you say, and that's part of guarding your heart. Govern your speech. Remember Jesus said, out of the overflow of your heart, the mouth speaks. That always puts a chill down my spine. <laughs> you know, it's like when, when I say something that I shouldn't have said, when I say something in anger or frustration or in fear or in worry or, you know, things that it's not a benefit to me or the people around me. And <clears throat> what is frightening is according to Jesus, that came out of my heart. Those words squirted out of my heart. You know, it's like whatever, like, let's say a squirt gun. Don't you love a good old-fashioned squirt gun fight? Sure. So whatever is in that squirt gun is what's going to come out. Yeah, if there's water in there and you pull the trigger and water shoots out. And if you put milk in there and pull the trigger, uh, milk will shoot out. And if you put lemonade in the squirt gun and pull the trigger, yes, you know where we're going. Lemonade comes out. That is what is going on in our hearts. Another reason to guard our heart so that the words that come out of our mouth are gracious, are kind, are uplifting, are healing, are soothing to the people around us. And it blesses you. You you get the bigger blessing. They get the blessing. You get the blessing because you're governing your speech. And so... You know, it can happen to any one of us where we get in a little tiff with our our significant other and all of a sudden, you know, you say something and I don't know how many times with my wife, Sherry, have over our, we're coming on 36 years of marriage, woo, uh, in August, so it'll be 36 and, <clears throat> you know, I'll say something and as soon as I say it, I wish I could reach out into the air and grab the words and pull them back in. But you can't, right? I mean, once they're out, they're out. And so it's just so important. You know, sometimes like in the workplace where, you know, someone says something, it's a little shady, it's a little off, it's a little, you know, coarse joking, if you will. And and it's easy to like slide into the conversation or gossip. That's a big one where someone starts talking about someone else. Oh, do you hear about so-and-so? And, and if, you know, those are not the moments to engage in that conversation. If you can, you know, go the other way graciously somehow. <clears throat> oh, got a phone call. Got to go. <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever it takes, whatever it takes, but not to engage into talking poorly about other people. That's gossip. God hates gossip. There's a long list of bad things that gossip's a part of, and you don't want to be a part of any of it. <clears throat> um, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and he was talking 
to me about his son, his younger son, and how his son felt like he needed to cuss around his peers so that they wouldn't think he's soft. <laughs> and it's so sad in our culture and, and with young people and younger generation, just you know, so dying to fit in, right? So dying to want to be liked, you know? And man, has social media just screwed up so many young people and just their image and what they feel like they have to be. And ugh, I just hate it. I hate it. It's, it's a trick of the enemy. I mean, we can use social media for good, but man, is there a lot of junk out there and, and it just puts on this pressure. And so here's this, you know, young man that feels like, man, I got a cuss to fit in. I don't want them thinking I'm soft. And, and my buddy, just as a great father that he is, just tried to talk him through it and say, hey, what, how about just be true to you? You know, be true to you. Be who you are. And, you know, God's going to take care of the rest. And, and so it's just so important to, to go there and be really intentional. Okay, so our first takeaway in guarding our heart and it's going to empower you to guard your heart, is govern your speech. It's kind of like a, a two-way street here. You know, <clears throat> you guard your heart, good words come out. You really choose good words, you're guarding your heart. It, it really is a two-way street. It works that way. So first takeaway, govern your speech. Second takeaway, and you're going to see that I really worked hard on making it simple that you could remember it. I'm using a G word and an S word. So the second takeaway is guard your sight. So we had govern your speech. Now we have guard your sight. And that's the next verse, verse 25 of Proverbs 4. It says, let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. The whole concept is not just be a robot and you're, you know, trying to keep your eyes straight ahead, straight ahead, straight. Ahead. It means don't be looking at stuff you shouldn't be looking at. Don't be gazing around. Uh, you know, think of uh, King David in the Old Testament, and he's, you know, in the up on the, you know, top of the roof, and he starts gazing around, and he sees this beautiful woman bathing, and instead of guarding his eyes, he kept looking. And then it led to trouble and then he calls on her and then he ends up committing adultery and then he commits murder and gets rid of her husband. And, you know, what a, what a tragedy, tragedy. Now, God brings mercy and God brings redemption and God brings healing and restoration and, and his mercy. Uh, oh, is it so healing and, and takes away the shame um, and. You know, Scripture says in the New Testament, looking back at David, saying he was a man after God's own heart. Isn't that crazy that he blew it big time? Adultery, murder, God redeems it. But he will go down in history as a man after God's own heart. So there's, there's mercy. But boy, could he have saved himself some trouble if he would have done number two of the Keep Moving Forward podcast. Guard your sight, right? And where do your eyes go? You know, it's not always lust. It, many times it, it can be or is. But what about money? Uh, where you're, you know, your eyes, keep your eyes on the prize, you know, and you're just 
you're looking in a unhealthy way toward money. Yes, we all need to make money. Yes, we need to, you know, be smart with our money, uh, be generous with our money, you know, all those things. But are our eyes just fixated on the dollar sign? And we got to just be so careful because that'll, wow, that'll lead down a road of greed and it just gets you off track. And so it's just so critical. Um, you know, pride, you could keep your eyes like, you know, I'm just, you know, it's all about me. You know, so in other words, your eyes are on yourself all the time and, and you know, it can become narcissistic and all of that yucky stuff. And so guarding your sight. So I'm, I'm trying to expand your understanding of what all that could mean of guarding your sight. A friend of mine was at a resort pool. And this is kind of a funny story, kind of. <laughs> He's brought his family and so his like nine-year-old kid is at the pool with him and he, he's in his lawn chair, you know, lounge chair. And uh, apparently this woman walks behind him so the dad can't see uh, what's going on. And all of a sudden his nine-year-old gets this huge eyes like he's like, wow, what is happening? And, and so my friend turns around and it's a woman in a thong bathing suit. And so he turns around real quick and, and his, you know, you know, kind of coaches his, his son like, yeah, we don't need to look. And the son goes, yeah, you know what she needs is some big girl panties and big girl swimsuit. And then he says, and you know what? Uh, I kind of get it. Sometimes my underwear sneaks up my bottom too. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious uh, in, you know, that part of it, the kid so innocent. Um, but you know, hey, you know, it's all around us, you know, opportunity to look the other way. How about that? The opportunity, you know, it's an opportunity to look the other way. Uh, guard our sight, guard your sight. Okay. Third takeaway the G and the S, the G and the S. The third takeaway is guide your steps. That's verse 26. Give careful thought to the paths of your feet. Be steadfast in all your ways. Proverbs 4, verse 26. Guiding, you know, careful thought. Where your feet are going. You know, being really steadfast in, in, in the way you're walking out life. So, guide your steps, you know, and we hear it, you know, when people are blessed and they're like, you know, I was just in the right place at the right time. And when things go wrong, a lot of times you'll hear someone say, I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Well, if you have a choice to not be in the wrong place, then probably wrong things aren't going to happen. So get in the right place at the right time. Get in the right place regardless of what time it is. And so it's just so important to just be, as Scripture says here in Proverbs 4, verse uh, 26, be, give careful thought. Isn't that, that's so good. It's just like, yeah, I'm going to give careful thought to where my feet are taking me, where I am walking out life. And so guarding my heart is going to help me guide my steps, guide your steps, and Guiding your steps is going to help guard your heart. Again, it's this two-way street. Uh, one time, <clears throat> Sherry and I were on a long drive, and I really had to go to the bathroom. And so we finally got to our destination, and I kind of run into the building really fast. And 
and I see the restroom signs and, and I jump into the, you know, the restroom and all of a sudden I'm looking around and I'm thinking, you know, this restroom doesn't have what men's restrooms typically have. And, you know, they have some things that don't typically, uh, you know, in a men's room and they, I don't understand what's going on. And all of a sudden I get this, you know, download from heaven discernment. Oh my gosh, I'm in the ladies room. And so I beeline out of that. And the woman is just about ready to walk in. And I'm like, Hey, who who switched the the signs on the restrooms? <laughs> you know, it got out of there quick. You know, hey, we got to be careful. Give careful thought of where our feet are taking us. Guide your steps. Okay, last takeaway. Here we go. Verse twenty-seven. We made it to the end. We're making it to the finish line. We are going to keep moving forward living a life of perseverance. Here we go. Verse 27 of Proverbs 4. Do not turn to the right or the left. Keep your foot from evil. Gain your sharpness. That's our fourth takeaway. Fourth and final. Gain your sharpness. Verse 27 is talking about making good choices, being sharp, you know, razor sharp in life, razor sharp in your choices, uh, you know, you know, staying so sharp that you never go down the path of evil, staying so sharp that you are such on the right path, you're not going to make the wrong left turn or the wrong right turn. You are going to be so sharp that you're right where you need to be, and that <clears throat> means you know, being right on target, right? You know, so many times, you know, you hear the expression, you know, well, I I missed the target. Well, I can assure you the target is God's word. The target is God's will. The target is the kingdom of God. The target is Jesus Christ and, and, and the cross and that we can leave all our junk, all our garbage, all our sin at the foot of the cross. And because we have a risen savior. And so that's the target. God's word, God's Holy Spirit moving and working in you. God's kingdom, Jesus Christ. God, it's, it's, it's the kingdom of God. It's God. And so that has to be our target. And we got to get so razor sharp. And so we got to build on that. That's why I said, gain your sharpness, gain your sharpness. I'll finish on this funny story. It's uh, Charlie Brown. Everyone loves Charlie Brown. I Well, I hope so. Or Snoopy or whoever your favorite is. Probably not Lucy, come to think of it. But anyway, uh, Charlie Brown is in the backyard. <clears throat> and Linus, his buddy Linus, walks in on him and sees Charlie Brown. And he's got a bow and arrow. And he shoots the arrow into the wood fence. And then he walks up and he takes a spray paint of red paint and he sprays a red circle around the arrow and Linus goes Charlie what Charlie Brown what are you doing and he said well you know this way I I'd I never miss <laughs> you know, I'm gonna get a bullseye every time you know life doesn't really work that way <laughs> where we try to make it all rosy after we you know do something dumb and and so we got to stay on target. We got to stay 
razor sharp. We want to hit the bullseye and, <clears throat> and be right where God wants us to be. Okay, let me recap. Let me recap. Guard your heart. That's what we're doing today. Uh, and remember the words of Jesus out of the overflow of your heart, your mouth speaks. And, and so, you know, so it's so important to guard our heart. How do we do that? Psalm 119, verse 9 through 11, hiding God's word in our heart, storing up God's truth in our heart. Okay, that's the biggies. And then our four takeaways from Proverbs 4, 23 to 27, my GNS, 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 <laughs> number one, govern your speech. Number two, guard your sight. Number three, guide your steps. Number four, gain your sharpness. Okay, we did it. And I believe that as you and I guard our hearts, we're, we're going to, boy, avoid so much heartache and trouble. And we're going to be thriving in life, not surviving, but thriving and being right where God wants us to be. In, in the good times, in the bad times, you know, that's part of life. It's a roller coaster, big ups, big downs. But if we guard our heart, we're going to be right where we need to be. And, you know, the big ups are going to be even higher and the, the, the lows are, are going to be more grace to, to move through that, uh, through that challenge. So let me pray for you. Father in heaven, thank you so much for each person that's listening to this podcast. God, I pray that you would remind them that you're, you're there for them 24-7 all the time. You'll never leave them nor forsake them. You are with them. And God, would you just give them the encouragement and the grace, the power to do what you call us to do to guard our hearts. And we would recognize that above all else, guard our hearts. That God, we would really believe that, that it affects everything we do. So we got to guard our hearts. So Lord, give us the grace, the power, the insight, uh, the faith, uh, the perseverance to guard our hearts. Just put your blessing on each person listening, just listening right now. Bless them. Encourage them. In Jesus' name I pray, amen, amen. Well, again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for passing these you know, messages on to people in your communities, fear of influence, uh, just someone that you think might be helped. And uh, thank you so much if you're able to donate and just go to the tomoleary.org, T-H-O-M-O-L-E-A-R-Y.org. And uh, there's a, a donate button there. And I'm just so grateful if you're able to. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, don't forget, never forget, on the Keep Moving Forward podcast, God loves you. He loves you. He loves you. And I'm for you. God bless.